0: A drug addict that just got his meth. You know those people outside of 7-Eleven? The ones that you you desperately try not to make eye contact with? Well, right now, that's me. And I just got my hit. I just got my dose. God, it feels good for some goddamn football. Yo, what is going on, Slaper and 32-Bit Nation? It is your boy, Nat, and we're back with a after-Thursday-night-football episode. And man, it does, it feel good. Of course, I'm alongside she and the Number one Australian analyst. Yeah, how you doing over there?
1: I can't believe you just walked past your dad outside 7-Eleven like that. That's that's really <laughs> Sorry. horrible. <No>.
0: Sorry. <laughs> At first, I was like, he walked across me. No, no, he went it the other way. Okay, true, 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 true. Yeah,
1: I'm, how good is it to have football back like actual proper oh, football? Oh,
0: it feels so good. It feels good, especially because right away, after the first five minutes of the game, the hot takes started coming off. It's to coming out. Gabriel Davis, get opening drive touchdown. And then you saw all the Gabriel truthers out there saying, oh, finally, I was right. They're doing their victory lap off of one catch. Um, I'd hate to, hate to join on that, but I believe I was there first. I believe I started it off. I was on that train. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Uh, but the fun part was Cam Akers doing goddamn nothing. That was the curveball of the day, Alan Robinson doing goddamn nothing. That was the fun of the day, you know. That that's the fun of fantasy football, because I got to go through all of my leagues, scroll through all the teams, go to the matchups, and I could see and go, "Yeah, you lost your week. Oh, you lost your week." And it's it's great. Uh, This is where fantasy football really gets good. Shane, how you feel about it?
1: I mean, I'm excited just to see proper scores coming in. I definitely. Uh, agree we're going to see and this is why we have the segment justifiable overreactions and we can talk about on ah. next week's show if we are in on gabe davis if we are in uh on Stefan diggs if we're out on alan robinson but i think it's just really nice of matthew stafford and uh cooper cup to just let nine other guys come and play with them uh each week because uh that appears to be based on one game, which obviously means it's going to happen for the rest of the season, how the Rams' offense is going to shake out. It looked in disarray. It looked bad.
0: You know, I you know I like my outlandish takes, but it, it's safe to say it did not look good. Even in garbage time, they were having trouble moving, moving the ball down the field. It's not like the defense didn't help. They had, I believe it was, four sacks, three, two interceptions. Three interceptions? Two forced fumbles? I mean, uh, right now in uh, 15... I believe ten or fifteen start fantasy uh defense league. The Rams ended up with I think eleven fantasy points, depending on scoring, give or take a couple points, but they still put up points, and so did the the Bills. Oh, funny story in a league. Uh, I had the Bills defense. He had the Rams defense, and you would you would think going into this game that we we're both idiots for starting them. But I was like, hey, if he's making a stupid decision, I'm going to go ahead and make a stupid decision. And then at maybe about 10 minutes to kickoff, I get the notification that he dropped the Rams defense uh, and picked up another one. And I was like, okay, well, now I can't I can't be the only one making a stupid decision. So I ended up picking, the, picking up the Eagles defense and uh, not starting the Bills. And uh, I mean, now we're both stupid. We're still stupid because we both <laughs> made the wrong decision, probably. Uh, but, you know, that's how my day went.
1: That's not too bad at all. Mine was... Um... A lot about the Queen dying, so. Uh, oh yeah, true, true. Yeah, over here in the UK, How I do think you feel everyone. About that, by the way? I think it's um, I think it's sad. It's you know she's been a constant in world history for seventy years. I mean, James Bond has only ever served her Majesty. Like that's. It, it's it's strange. Um, I was thinking about last night, not in any sort of uh, terms of sadness, but sort of like. How fucking nuts is it that the queen died after, after so long? I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the royals. I think this is going to be good, a catalyst for Australia to become an independent country, um, which I am very passionate about. Uh, but from a, you know, purely historical point of view, and you know what she meant to so many people, it is very sad.
0: I feel at the the problem is, is I saw the meme side of it. I didn't really see the actual. Well, this a oh, surprise. You know, queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, all I'm saying, uh, all I've been seeing was huh, she out, uh, Betty White outlived another person.
1: I mean, and, uh, be- Betty White's wait, dead. Is am it I you- right?
0: Betty White? I don't know. Hold on. I got to Google this.
1: I don't think it'd be Betty White. She, She's Gonzo as well. Betty White. I don't know how to spell her last name. Um, you don't know how to spell
0: White? <laughs> The problem is, is I feel really racist saying it in a proper way. Yeah, no, no, it is actually, I'll, you know, I was thinking it's probably like WIT. No, it's actually like white, white. And I felt, I, you know, in the back of my mind, I was like, is, is it kind of racist that I think it's that way? Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to go. Yes, it is racist. Oh, well. Uh. Okay. Yeah, she's dead. Well, okay. never mind. <clears throat> yeah. That, meme,
1: that meme's got some explaining to do then because he gave me fake news. <laughs> I mean, if you're struggling to spell white, I'm not sure that the people, <laughs> the people who send you memes are going to be really on top of the events of the world. <laughs> it's not my fault. You know, some people consume
0: their news through media outlets. Like, you know, you know, people are going to be on their side whether it's CNN, Fox News. Uh, it you know whatever type of news platform yahoo google whatever type of platform they consume their news from i consume it from memes and uh, (laughs) i think that is the most accurate way of getting it because they're just memes you know they're not biased they're memes
1: is that why uh, you asked if it was true that the queen's last words were all right i'ma head out
0: yeah yeah true
1: (laughs) uh but yeah r.i.p
0: her majesty True. Yeah, that uh, you know. Of course, it's it's never polite. I want to say to joke about somebody's death. I'm still gonna do it anyway,
1: but it's not polite. No, no, absolutely. Uh huh. I mean, so, I mean, better yeah, joking about someone's death in a in a in a fun, friendly way than uh, being happy for their demise. I would say. Define a fun, friendly way. Just a fun, fun friendly way. I'd be like, ha, I remember that time you died. Good times. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you're walking up to people and being like, ah, but um, also I have a terrible way of handling these sorts of situations. I remember yeah. after one of my ex-girlfriend's fathers passed away, um, I made a couple of jokes that could be deemed tasteless, but they seemed to cheer her up at the time. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I have the unfortunate
0: coping mechanism of whenever I get dealt with an incredibly serious situation, I laugh uncomfortably.
1: Yep, and that's why you couldn't stop laughing about Alan Robinson only getting one target last night.
0: (laughs) I find that so funny. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) I think it's hilarious. I feel bad. Because the the problem is is I still recommended Allen Robinson? I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I told people not to draft Allen Robinson." No, I thought drafting Allen Robinson is a good thing. I still think that. But may- maybe we should have hampered expectations a little bit and thinking they're just going to come, uh, you know, or off the ground running or or land, 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 I don't know the phrase anymore. Hit, Hit the, the ground, ground running. Robin. There we go. There we go. Hit the ground, yeah. It, uh, maybe it's unrealistic to assume that they're going to hit the ground running. We noticed a couple of times, and even the announcers noticed it a couple of times, where they, they looked like they were just not on the same page. There was a couple of times where Alan Robinson should have sat in his zone and kind of let Matthew Stafford just hit him in the, uh, in the pocket, but uh, he kind of kept going with his route, and he did not get... Or he maybe got... Uh, what's the phrase? How do I say? He covered himself up by running into a defender when he should have sat in his zone. Uh, He did that a handful of times, not on one occasion. and That that potentially could have, you know, costed you, of course, fantasy points, receptions, yards, and all that good stuff. And, of course, just shows that they're still not on the same page on the offensive side. And um, we have both said this a couple times, where whenever a receiver switches teams, he typically does not beat his ADP value. Mm -hmm. And Allen Robinson, with a fifth-round ADP, while it's not incredibly difficult to beat that value that's still considered an every week starter which makes it difficult to justify i don't want to say it's difficult to start him after one week that that would be an overreaction but it did there's nothing there there wasn't much to give you comfort how about that
1: yeah i think that's uh I think that's fair. If you were hoping that Alan Robinson would be a wide receiver one or a wide receiver two for your team, um, certainly a wide receiver one, it would give you pause.
0: The problem is, is you drafted him most likely as your wide receiver two, which means he's probably slated as an every week starter. I mean, uh, hypothetically, yep. mid fifth round, ra- mid for, you know, mid first round. If you if that's your pick, you know, you have maybe uh mix in and then the second round you got digs third round shoot come on give me help me uh darren uh darren waller no no that'd be too early for darren waller uh
1: you can see darren Dar- mark andrews
0: mark andrews okay did mark andrews fourth round maybe you got lamar jackson fifth round you know that's your wide receiver too right there uh, so you're definitely expecting something out of that. I do expect him to, of course, rebound next week. You know, that offense will not succeed if Cooper Cup is their only target and their only weapon. So they are going to have to force Allen Robinson to get that football and become productive on that offense. If not, that team did not look good. They Daryl Henderson did run with some efficiency today. It looked like he looked pretty good. So, I mean, yep. he was well-deserving of his carries, his touches, Cam Akers, what, two carries, zero yards. Hard to give you touches at that point. Mm. Uh, But that offense did not look good. That's just a plain fact.
1: Do you think it's going to be Henderson's backfield?
0: Yes, it's his backfield to lose. Yep. And I hate that phrase. I hate that phrase. Because technically it's everybody's job to lose if they play poorly. But right now, if he plays well, it's his job. If he doesn't play well, then K-Makers will get his chance.
1: Yep. I totally agree. That uh, Akers didn't have the worst game of any running back either. James Cook, one carry for two yards and a football. Oh, God.
0: That hurt. First, welcome to the NFL, buddy. Welcome to the NFL. And it's worse that Devin Singletary looked good. Yeah. He looked efficient. He looked like he ran hard. Zach Moss even had a couple good runs. I mean, he is going to be strictly a pass down, passing down type player. If they even get that far, because Devin Singletary, he had some receptions. Zach Moss had some targets on him. Uh, yep. Kudos to the Bills. They, they were so efficient. Everybody was getting targets. Everybody was getting looks. Everybody was getting... <laughs> Everybody looked open on the Bill side. They, they just looked like they were having a party out there. Aaron Donald, he had one sack. Other than that, I didn't even see him the whole game. Uh, Jalen Ramsey got caught. It, it was not a good game for the Rams. And I know historically... Stefan Diggs has done well against Ramsey, but I didn't expect him to have pull out over 100 yards touchdowns. And, you know, it wasn't just one big play. Stephon Diggs was getting open on Ramsey on a consistent basis.
1: Yep. Yeah. I mean, that that's a hell of a matchup to go week one. But no, that's clearly the worst performance by a, a James Cook since February 1779. It's a nice historical joke for you, Nata. Um, Should <laughs> we roll into this week's games?
0: Yeah, of course, we're going to be talking about, I mean, you know, we're going to preview the week, talk about some important players, so on and so forth. But of course, it's the first week of the season. You're starting your studs. You know, the people, the first nine you drafted, chances are they're going to be in your starting lineup and playing. So uh, I don't want to recommend anybody get cute, do something stupid. Chances are the only reason why you'd only stay or shy away from a player that you drafted in the first nine is because of an injury at this point. I don't know exactly how Deontay Johnson is right now. He is expected to play, but you know, if we're talking about flexes or secondary players, the only reason why he's going in your lineup is in case Deontay Johnson or somebody of that caliber is not playing here. You know, right now, uh Drake London, he's a questionable, even if he plays, you're probably still not starting him. Yeah. Stuff like that and so on and so forth. You know, Cordell Patterson, he's, he's going to be a flex, you know, maybe if your flex spot is questionable, so on. And, you might be looking at somebody else. Cordell Patterson would be one of those guys that you would say, okay, I could slot him in here. Uh, You know, I had a friend, he texted me, he goes, oh, should I start Rashad Penny or David Montgomery? I'm like, just just do David Montgomery. You drafted him in the third, fourth round. Like, it'd be really stupid if you didn't start him and he went off. I mean, yes, he's going against the Niners, but Rashad Penny's going against the Broncos. It's not much of a better matchup either.
1: Yep. Um, I'm totally with you. Start your studs. Given you've mentioned Cordarrelle Patterson and Drake London, should we start with New Orleans Saints at Atlanta Falcons, a battle of the NFC South? Who do you like from the Saints? Who are you excited to watch?
0: I want to see how Alvin Kamara does in a Jameis Winston offense from last year. It wasn't as pretty as I would hoped. I want to see Michael. I mean, everyone wants to see Mr. Slam Boy Michael Thomas. I want to see how he does. How good does he look? Is he going to be the steal of the draft that everybody's hoping, or is he just going to be a Uh, 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 what he could have been if he wasn't such a drama queen and Terry's Achilles three different times.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to see Thomas as well. I've got a lot of shares in Thomas. I think with Jarvis Landry now a saint, it's going to take a lot of those slant boy, traditional slant boy routes. Hopefully we get to see him kind of blossom into a bit more of a well-rounded receiver. I know uh, he's got that moniker slant boy and was really a kind of a volume guy, but he's clearly a better receiver than that. He was just forced into that style based on Drew Brees, not having an arm. Uh, so I, I want to see him come out and show what he can do.
0: Mm. -hmm. And not only Michael Thomas, but I want to see what Jarvis Landry can handle because as I have my analytical data in front of me, Mike Evans and Travis Kelsey are, and Jarvis Landry are the only players with 50 plus catches in their first eight seasons or the last eight seasons, I should say. So, uh, he is going to be productive. Statistically, he will be productive. Is it enough to make him fantasy relevant? We have still yet to be seen. Now, if this was the Jameis Winston of the Tampa Bay, where he's slanging it, then hell yeah, he's going to be productive. But as Saints Jameis,
1: I'm a little skeptical. Yeah, I think you're right to be skeptical there. Jameis was quite efficient, but he wasn't high volume. Uh, and what we want from Jameis is Cavalier Jameis. Um, I want that before LASIK. <laughs> exactly. Where he's seeing like eight people uh for everyone. And he's throwing like it. It. He sees
0: eight people throwing it to one. Hopefully that one one of those eight people get out of it.
1: <laughs> I like it. It's good odds. Um the post Matt Ryan era starting for the Falcons. How do you feel about Mariota?
0: You know, I'm not really sure. That's really that's a question that I just don't really have a good answer to because He has semi-weapons, right? He's got, if Drake London plays, it's considered a weapon. We don't know how exactly in tune that weapon's going to be, but he's going to be a weapon. They got Kyle Pitts, a weapon. Cordell Patterson, you know, weapon. I'm not sure what else. Or how did it really judge Marcus Mariota? Uh, Their offensive line is a little spotty. Questionable... Play from the quarterback. That's why Marcus has been. This is his what? His third team so far yep. in his short career. You know, it's really weird. fourth. Yep. Fourth team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's kind of ironic or kind of weird that it's going to be the Mar- Mariota versus uh, Winston since they were back to back picks in their prospective drafts. Uh, and they're going to face each other twice, assuming they're both the starters.
1: Yeah. It's exciting that uh, we get to see that how do you feel about Cordaro this season was last year an aberration or is he going to be you know what we saw from him last year probably towards the back end of the season version uh, rather than the wave wire wonder from the first part
0: I don't think he's scoring three touchdowns in a game <laughs> on a consistent basis I think what he did that three out of four weeks or something like that something wild he he yeah. will get touches he'll get opportunities he will have the ability to become fantasy relevant, and he has something going for him. Is that we're not really expecting this team to win very many games, and because of that, a pass catching RB definitely has its uh, enticingness from this offense, and Cordell kind of fits that mold. So one, I mean, he, I won't recommend necessarily starting him, depending on when you drafted him, because he had a, a little bit of a later ADP. Hmm. so chances are you do have a handful of players that are better and were drafted before Cordell but say like for example like I mentioned earlier Deontay Johnson he ends up not playing Cordell I'd be comfortable slotting him in your flex and then probably putting somebody else in your flex onto the wide receiver position so on and so forth um That might be a little bit of a weaker example, considering if you have somebody in your running back in the flex, and then, of course, you need a wide receiver. And I think Cordell lost his wide receiver running back status. Yes. On Yahoo. So maybe it's not the best um, example, but somebody like Amari Cooper, for example, maybe he might slide into that slot instead.
1: Yep. Well, we'll get to Amari Cooper in just a second because I have one more Falcons question for you. Let's see. How long until we see Desmond Ritter as their quarterback? I don't think we see him this year.
0: Mariota has to play horrible or injury has to play horrible for that to happen. I just don't think he plays that bad.
1: I would say that we're going to see him just because they'll want to see what they have in him. And yeah, there's not great tools around him to really evaluate that. But if you are going to be at the top end of the draft, you at least want to see that you don't have a guy in the building.
0: Yes, that is true. It depends how the season goes. I feel like if they have a team around him to the point where if they throw him out there, he's not getting thrown into the wolves, you know, he actually has an offensive line that might protect him for more than 2 seconds. He might actually have a wide receiver that's going to get open and catch the ball, and of course he has a tight end in order to uh to really give himself that safety valve. But I feel like if they have that situation situated, then it'd be okay to put in their the rookie quarterback in other than that, if it, if it's just a, a mess, there's no point throwing him in there and there's absolutely destroying his confidence.
1: Cleveland Browns at Carolina Panthers, the Baker Mayfield revenge game. We have Kobe Brissett under center for the Browns. You mentioned Amari Cooper's potential flex option. Uh, how do you feel about him this season?
0: I'm iffy on him, you know, with, with, uh, Sorry, his, his that quarterback is a massage, massagey guy. His name eludes me all of a sudden. Deshaun Watson. Uh, Deshaun Watson. There we go. Uh, if Deshaun Watson was playing quarterback, I would rate him as a wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. Without and him being gone, eleven games. Is it? It's difficult. You know, I think we're going to see that Amari Cooper that we've seen in the past, which is incredible inconsistency. Either going to win you a week or lose you a week.
1: Yeah, that's the Amari Cooper story, isn't it?
0: It is, and it's sad. I would I would like to see a consistent Amari Cooper, and I think he can be consistent in this offense, especially a nice play-action type offense. I think that really puts Amari Cooper in a position to succeed. It's just now, can the quarterback accurately and confidently and consistently get him the football? I don't think so with Jacoby Brissett.
1: i tell you what we are going to see, because I agree. I think Jacoby Brissett's going to be the worst starting quarterback in the league. And that sucks because he's apparently a very nice man. Nick Chubb, I think is going to hit double digit rushing touchdowns this season.
0: I like it. Nick Chubb, he had an ADP of mid second round. I was really surprised to see him drop this far.
1: Yeah. It could have been Uh, a home league.
0: A handful of leagues I've seen Nick Chubb drop. And I know in PPR and with Kareem Hunt, they're definitely afraid. And of course... No, Deshaun Watson. People, are here. I, I, I see why people would try to stay away from Nick Chubb, but personally, I think he's going to be a touchdown machine.
1: Yeah, I got him in the fourth, which I was pretty happy about. I don't necessarily got him in the fourth. Yeah, I got him in the fourth. I don't necessarily love my home league team, but very happy to have Nick Chubb in the uh, in the fourth round there.
0: God, that's crazy.
1: Hmm. But
0: nah. You know, the problem is, is home league teams really confuse me because if you do it on Yahoo, like it literally tells you their ADP, it gives you all the ability and stats for you to not make a stupid decision mm. or make it a guesstimated stupid decision.
1: Yeah, some people Somehow just people think, think so they're, they're smarter than
0: the system. I get it. Sometimes the system is stupid. Mm.
1: I've also got your mate David Montgomery in that team. Right. Uh We'll see how we go. I'm trying to defend okay. my title.
0: He, you, you know, I'm not really, I don't have an issue with David Montgomery. I have an issue with a lot of players. Not David Montgomery. He's just there. He's <laughs> that guy. He's just there. Like, I don't, like, he, he he's the guy in the friend group that you don't mind having him around, but he's not your first option. Is that is that fair? Yeah, I think that is fair. You know, he, he doesn't do anything annoying, but he just doesn't do anything to contribute. He's just there. Hmm.
1: Yeah, just a yeah, real line and length sort of. Guy, I don't mind that. Life, yeah, life you know, needs people like that.
0: Yeah, like in the group chat, you send a meme, people re- uh, people comment. He just kind of like double taps it, hits the laugh or like. <laughs> That's about it, you know. Uh, nothing annoying, yeah. well, but yep. he's there.
1: Yeah, looking at you, Tom. Man, uh, on the Panthers' side of things, Christian McCaffrey.
0: You know, my brother. He just came. Uh, I was talking to him, and he drafted McCaffrey as the 5th pick in his draft and he goes I really didn't want him but there's nobody else that I also wanted. Mm. I'm starting to think a lot of people think that way about McCaffrey but I really like him.
1: Yeah, I really like him too. I he was my first pick in the Scott Fishbowl. I got him quite late. Uh There's reason to dislike him but I would say there's almost more reason to like him. He's an incredible player uh, and if he gets so good. healthy Um, I think he'll be exactly what we're after. Ames for his sixth in a row at home with 100-plus scrimmage yards. Had two rushing touchdowns last time he played the Browns. I think he's going to have a big week. I think he might be the RB1 this week. I don't know if he ends the season as the RB1, though. He is
0: an, an incredible RB. But the issue is, I mean, like you mentioned, Health is going to be the issue. He went two straight seasons, basically missing the whole season. It's, it's unacceptable. And I get why you'd want to fade him when that's his history as of late. But man, when he's healthy, he's so good. And you're starting him. That's it. Like you're, you're not, not starting McCaffrey. He could have one leg amputated and he still plays. If he's rostered and ready to go, you're still starting him. Like one leg McCaffrey. I'm putting him in. I don't care. He might get half his production, but that's still going to be like one touchdown and 75 yards. So it doesn't matter. If we want to talk a person on the, uh, on, the on the Panthers is DJ Moore. Him is who I'm very curious on how he syncs with Baker Mayfield. I mean, last year, 93 receptions, 1,100 yards. Only four touchdowns, though. Only four touchdowns. That's got to go up. He He can't be a fourth round, fifth round wide receiver in your ADP drafts on four touchdowns.
1: Totally agree. The volume should be there, but yeah, we got to see more out of more out of more. And your boy Lavisca Chenault, he who must not be named.
0: We don't talk about him. I just, you know, people do victory laps all the time. I will never not victory lap Lavisca Chenault. <laughs> That's it. I was right. Everybody made fun of me because I said he was trash. I was
1: right. Yep, yeah, I'm totally with you there. I mean, we were both right, but you were definitely the most right.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. That makes me very happy inside. Your validation is what I need.
1: I thought so. Your beloved San Francisco 49ers head to your beloved Dave of Montgomery's Chicago Bears. Trey Lance, excited to see him? I'm excited and very nervous, right?
0: nerve-wracking, because he doesn't look good. It's just, it, it doesn't look good, and I'm really afraid that he just ends up
1: being dog do. Yep. I think Kyle Shanahan's feeling the same as well. I don't think that is going to be the case, but I understand your hesitation
0: what would what's considered decent for trey lance i mean the, the he gets elevated because of how much capital they got rid of in order to get him his draft position sitting out a year and his successor or his who he succeeded all had success mmm. So what would you consider a successful season for Trey Lance? Is it just playoffs or is it not looking the worst quarterback in the NFL
1: or is it Super Bowl or bust? I think it's probably the second one or close to that. I don't think he is the worst quarterback in the NFL, but he has to look, I think, like a competent passer. And that doesn't mean he has to not run, but it means that he needs to sit in the pocket from time to time And deliver that ball. He needs to know when to run, when to stay, can throw on the run. All of those things. He just needs to look like there's a reason he went pick pick two, pick three. Um, and that's what I'm worried about because I think the Niners are going to probably make the playoffs or go close to it anyway. They're going to be able to scheme up. Uh, they're going to be able to scheme up Debo. They're going to be able to scheme up Lance. They're going to be able to get enough out of their conglomerate of running backs that they're going to be a good team in a tough division. But you want to see Lance play well.
0: I feel like if he doesn't make playoffs, everybody's going to start asking, huh, maybe we keep Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: Well, if the Niners look like they're heading towards the playoffs and Lance isn't playing well, do we see Jimmy G?
0: I think that starts becoming a growing question and something that is realistic. They won't do it. They won't do it.
1: But.
0: I could see it happening though.
1: <laughs> I could see it happening too, but I agree. It's it's unlikely. What would be more likely is if Lance picks up a knock late in the season, they go to Jimmy G and then, you know, they have a couple of wins and they decide to ride with him. Uh, I don't think they're going to bench him for Jimmy G, at least actively say Lance is no longer our starter. Jimmy G is without an injury
0: yeah I agree there that one Shanahan doesn't really do that where he just straight up pulls a player for playing poorly but then again other than Jimmy Garoppolo he hasn't had a quarterback to the point where he's like oh yeah you know we're riding with this guy everybody else has kind of just been it's been a competition of who cannot play the worst Uh, and everybody's kind of lost that competition if Jimmy G's still the only one standing Uh, yeah Speaking of players on the Niners, I mentioned if Deontay Johnson doesn't play or a handful of these wide receivers doesn't play, Brandon Ayuk is probably going to be one of those people that is on the cusp of starting, but not quite there. He needs an injury for you to put him in your starting lineup, especially the first week. He would be one of the people that I would put in my starting lineup if I owned him and Deontay Johnson and whatever reason, Deontay Johnson was able to suit up. Or they said, oh, we're going to put Deontay Johnson on a snap count. Or really limit his play, and that that hinder you from wanting to put him in. Somebody like Brandon Ayuk of that caliber, Darnell Mooney. They're the type of people I would put in his place. Yep. Um. You're not starting Trey Lance. I think I think we should make that. Ah. Okay, maybe you are actually. It depends you how are. your draft
1: went. Yeah. I think you. In, certainly in two quarterback leagues, you're starting Trey Lance. Yeah, he, yeah, 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 of course. If he's your one quarterback at one quarterback league, you're probably still starting him because you've taken him yeah. for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he is your backup, yeah. you're probably not starting him.
0: Well, yes, correct. Uh, you're starting the defense for the Niners, of course. That one's, uh, I feel like, a little bit more on the straightforward side. Uh, yep. Elijah, Elijah Mitchell, you're starting him. He's probably in your RB2 deflect spot. I think he's probably. He's probably more one of those zero RB type of players because he had a little bit of a later ADP. Yep. It cli- It started to climb once Jemichael Hasty got cut. Um, Trace Sherman got cut. His his ADP skyrocketed and really elevated. Yep. Um, but he's of course at this point he's a must start.
1: Yeah. I'm uh I'm very interested in Jordan Mason throughout this season as a uh, 49ers running back, is apparently the best ca- uh, back in camp. And we know that uh, Shanahan, A, has issues with his running backs, and B, doesn't mind throwing him around. So he's a guy I'm keen to watch. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And this is a complete side note. We'll probably talk about it once we get there, but while the thought randomly popped in my head, I feel like I need to say it. If you own Sammy Watkins, you're starting him. Yes, Yeah, it doesn't matter. You start Sammy Watkins, who like he's he's on the Packers, I believe, right now. You start Sammy Watkins. After that, you don't. You don't start him ever again. The first week of the season, you start Sammy Watkins. Yep, agreed. That randomly popped in my head. I just feel like I need to say it before I forget.
1: Yep. Um, Chances are I'll forget.
0: Chances are I'll forget. So I mean, of course, I'm like somebody on like the Bears side, Montgomery. You're starting Mont Mooney. You're probably starting Uh, Cole Komet. You're probably starting. Uh, I don't think there's much else on this team. Justin Fields, two quarterback lead you're starting. I would not recommend you start him against the Niners.
1: I totally agree with all of that. I'm really keen to see how Fields plays out this year. I think he started to play really good football the back end of last season. His connection with Mooney is going to be key. I just don't think he has the tools to properly succeed, and that's a real shame because I think the ability is there. We've got... Darnell Mooney, the clear one. Maybe we'll see Equinemius St. Brown as the second wide receiver. Um, they've got uh, Byron Pringle there as well. It's not an inspiring group. So it could be a tough season for Bears fans after so many years of tough seasons for Bears fans.
0: It's always been a tough season for Bears fans when Aaron Rodgers is going against them. Because, I mean, hey, remember, Aaron Rodgers still owns you. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh other matchups phenomenal transition <laughs> Steelers against the Bengals and this is going to be another you know I feel like they they did all this stuff on purpose have you noticed
1: have I noticed like, that uh, thought goes uh, into the NFL schedule yeah I have
0: yeah like it, but, but for week one there's specific thought like Buffalo Bills Rams. Th- there was thought into that Saints Falcons thought into that Browns Panthers I mean, it, you know, obviously it's a divisional divisional matchup between Saints and Falcons, but then you get the Jameis Winston, Mariotas, little hype to it, uh, you know, pre-story for it, and then you have the Browns Panthers.
1: That's sort Baker of shaping Bayfield out story. the Bakers there. That wasn't he wasn't there when they put the schedule out. No, 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 no. They knew. They knew it was going to happen. They knew. <laughs> they knew. The,
0: the, you can't convince me otherwise. They knew. They knew. You know, like the Steelers Bengals. That's just a divisional game. Something crazy. Uh, I'm sure there's a bunch more. As you know, uh, Joe Dolphins. Flacco. Yeah, Joe Flacco against the Ravens, his whole team. They knew. They knew. They they knew he was Zach Wilson was somehow going to get hurt, and then Joe Flacco would be the starter. There's, there's no. You can't tell me otherwise. There 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 is too many, too many coincidences, for me to be like, oh yeah, they didn't know that was going to happen. No, they knew.
1: Yeah,
0: Cleo Mack on the bear on the Chargers going against the Raiders. They knew. Mm. Uh, they knew.
1: Let's see.
0: They knew. Like Seahawks going against the Broncos. Come on. Like you're you're telling me they didn't know Russell Wilson. Well,
1: obviously, that was. I mean, they they also put the schedule out after he'd been traded. The only one they didn't know was Baker Mayfield. No, they knew. <laughs> Well,
0: you're of, not you're not no,
1: you're not telling me otherwise on they knew. Speaking of things people know, tell me what you know about this game. That they knew. <laughs> Fair enough. How do you, are we gonna see George Pickens? Is he gonna be the number two wide receiver over Chase Claypool?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, no, they're g uh, Steelers have always had three wide receivers that are usually been pretty good on their team. And I hate that. From a fantasy perspective, it's great for football-wise, but it's, I hate it for fantasy perspective because then, then, it, then it becomes a, I wonder who's going to get it this week. And I want Deontay Johnson to be the one that gets it. I mean, he had 170 catches, over 1,100 yards, and it was surprisingly eight touchdowns, which is a very good number for a questionably sized wide receiver. Yep. Last time he went against the Bengals, he had 95 yards, nine catches. So I expect him to have another solid game against the Bengals, assuming he plays. Right now, I know he's practicing, but limited and currently questionable for the game on Sunday. I hope he plays. If he does, of course, you're going to start him. Uh, he, he's one of those guys that I feel like people don't necessarily want on your team. He's like a, he, he's almost Montgomery status. He's just there.
1: Yep. Yep, I'm with you. I'm with you.
0: Of course, Najee Harris, you're starting him. Trubisky, we'll see how good he plays. I think he's all right. I think Trubisky's a good quarterback. He was just on the Bears.
1: Yeah, it's going to be tough for him to keep his job. I believe that he is better than what he's shown, but he also played pretty poorly. What was that thing he couldn't throw to the left or he couldn't throw to the right, something like
0: that? Yeah, he had. I forgot which side of the field, but if it was, he was allergic to do it. Kind of like how Jimmy Garoppolo is allergic to throwing through the sidelines.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see him as well, see if he can hold off Kenny uh, Kenny Pickett. but I don't think he's going to have a long leash there. The Bengals, on the other hand, coming off the Super Bowl, how do you like their chances this year? They got good
0: chances. I mean, I don't think I, – I think it was last week we were talking on an unreleased episode due to some technical difficulties. Uh, I said it would be the Bengals uh, – would be Bills-Rams in the Super Bowl. Yep. And we kind of got that matchup earlier – uh, if the Rams want to continue playing even a fraction of how they played, they're not getting anywhere near the Super Bowl. Uh, but I still like the Bills over the Bengals. How about that?
1: Yep. Yep. I'm, well, I think the Bills are better. I don't think it's kind of AFC championship or bust for the Bengals. I think they are a playoff team uh, on the strength of their offense. They had a bit of a charmed run last year. I don't think that's going to happen again. But they're they are they're going to be a fun team to watch for sure.
0: They are. Whenever you have a high-powered offense, it's going to be a fun team to watch. And statistically, when you lose the Super Bowl, you just don't do well. It always happens. Always happens. You know, the, the, I can't think of a recent team that did well after losing the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um. actually no Mahomes they they still made it to the playoffs in the championship game right so I guess technically they still did well before that was the Niners I believe and then they didn't even make the playoffs Jimmy G got hurt but still uh, jog my memory help me out here who else what was the question oh my god teams that don't do well after they uh, lose the Super Bowl
1: uh, the Eagles No, they they won the Super Bowl and then then were shit. Yeah, years later, that was a terrible example. They're just the team in front of me on my screen. (laughs) Um, I know exactly what you're asking, but none are coming to mind. Uh, It'll be it'll be a number of the teams the Patriots have beaten. The Cardinals, they were Uh, quite good, and then just dropped off to nothing. Uh huh. Uh
0: huh. Uh huh. Let's see the Packers. They'll find a way to lose in the the playoffs. Cowboy, yeah, mm, you know, all of a sudden, I can't think of a team that lost the Super Bowl and then did poorly. I'm sure it's it's right there. If I was to look it up, I'd find my answer right then and there. But
1: well, I mean, the AFC Championship to being the Jags again.
0: Yeah, that's 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 kind of disappointing. I kind of like it when the Jags are semi decent.
1: Yep. Anything else to all say right. on this game? In,
0: everybody's a stud in this game for the most part. You're not starting Chase Claypool, I'll tell you that.
1: Mm. Um, yep.
0: Pat firmer chances are if you drafted him, it was one of those little late round, I don't draft tight ends pick, and so I'm going to pick him up real fast and no, hope for the best, uh, You're meaning you're probably starting him. Yeah. Joe Burrow, you're starting. Mixon starting. Chase starting. Higgins starting. You
1: know, it's straightforward. Yep. Now we get the fashionable NFC Super Bowl pick here. Philadelphia Eagles heading to the Detroit Lions. The all-time series between these two teams, currently tied at 16-16-2. You couldn't get closer than that.
0: Mathematically, no, you cannot.
1: A lot of people are interested in the Eagles this year, Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, but Miles Sanders doesn't really fill you with dread. You got any interest in Miles Sanders this year? not really his his 80
0: the the problem is is his ADP was so bad that it makes it easy to pick him up and hope for the best as a little bit of a dart throw of a running back cuz i mean running backs are so difficult to catch on so if he does do semi decent and beats his ADP then he, he becomes an effectively efficient running back on your team and a solid start but i believe he's hurt right something like that some, I've heard I've heard some something about him, and that made every everybody that owned Gainwell rejoice. The zero RBers out there, incredibly happy. Yeah, uh, I just feel like they don't run the ball efficiently enough, and if they do, it's going to be Jalen Hurts for the most part. For a running back to be a every week start and forget type of player. Yep. I mean, of course, you're going to be starting A.J. Brown. Devontae Smith is probably cracking your starting lineup. Uh, for example, he's probably in your flex spot. I would still say that's must-start category. Uh, but I think people should be not wary of Devontae Smith. I'm wary that people will put in A.J. Brown. I mean, you're putting A.J. Brown in regardless in your spot. He's probably in your wide receiver one role. Yep. But the Allen Robinson effect where he doesn't just sync up immediately with Jalen Hurts. And then, of course, you might have a couple of rough first games.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally agree with that. What about for the Lions? DeAndre 2K. who else are we doing?
0: And Amon Ross St. Brown. Those people you're putting in your lineup and you're putting in with confidence. Now, Amon Ross St. Brown is going to see a lot of Darius Slay, uh, but you're still starting
1: him. I think there is some sneaky value to be had in Jared Goff in two quarterback leagues this year you believe in St. Brown, you believe in DeAndre Swift. It's going to be a lot of passes that'll be chained up there. I think he played some good football last year. If he can protect the ball, uh, then they're going to be good. And they're going to be throwing a lot. So um, I can see them better going, uh, going better than 3 one But yeah, yeah, something to keep an eye on. They should be a fun team.
0: They should be a fun team. And they probably have one of the best offensive lines in the league. They have a lot of talent on that offensive line. What is it like? Three All Pros, I think I saw. Jared Goff yep. is going to have time in the pocket. Swift is going to have some lanes to run through, and I want Ross Brown is going to have the ability to really just dust up some cornerbacks and get open. Yep. I like this team. It's going to be a fun team to watch. They're probably not going to get too many prime time games other than Thanksgiving. But yep. I would, I I have expectations for the Lions.
1: Did you watch Hard Knocks?
0: I don't, actually. No, I do not have HBO.
1: I thought it was a pretty good season.
0: A lot of people have really enjoyed it. A lot of people enjoyed it. I've heard very good things about it. But, uh, of course, I'm not paying for HBO.
1: No, I'm, I'm with you there. A lot of it's available on YouTube.
0: Yeah, honestly, I probably could. If I tried, I could probably find it online somewhere.
1: Somebody oh, can yeah. help me out
0: there. Come on, please. Somebody, you know what? Somebody, you know, one of you listeners, if you if you know a place, you know, you know my Twitter is at top tier tactics on the score. Maybe you can help me out a little bit. You know what I'm
1: saying? <laughs> I like it. Beg for it. Another divisional matchup here, the Colts at Texans. See, they knew. They knew. Michael they Pittman. Knew.
0: Matt Ryan. Jonathan Taylor. You're starting Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman. No Alley Cox. <laughs> nice name. Uh you're not starting him. You're not starting Matt Ryan. Of course, you're putting Taylor in. You're putting Michael Pittman. I mean, he drafted my... Jonathan Taylor was the 101. That's it. You're starting him. There's no questions asked on that. Come on. That's just troll. Michael Pittman, fourth round, fifth round ADP. You're starting him regardless. It doesn't matter. You're, those two are going to be set and forgets yep. until said otherwise. Uh, it's the opposite side of the team where we can probably start diving into, okay, should I start somebody like Brandon Cooks? To that, I'm going to say, yes, you're probably starting Brandon Cooks. I mean, let's face it. He's going to get you 1,000 receiving yards. That's what he does. He's one of two players, Mike Evans and him, with 1,000 receiving yards and five touchdowns in the past six out of seven seasons. Like That's it. You set, you forget. He's not going to blow you away, but he's going to get his. That's it.
1: I totally agree.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Damian Pierce was announced to be the starting running back. Uh, People that drafted him late in the ADP value, especially if they had earlier drafts, before it started becoming writing on the wall that he was going to be the starter they probably got some insane value for Damian Pierce. I know he's probably not going to blow the, r- the roof off, considering they're probably not going to win too many games. And David Mills isn't exactly a quarterback people are afraid of just yet, if ever. So, I mean, expectations should be tempered a little bit for Damian Pierce, but, I mean, you got some value if you drafted him.
1: I think uh, the hype train's well, well out of control now. Um, but you're right, Damian Pierce should return pretty good value as far as I'm concerned. Brandon Cooks, Brandon Cooks, we both big fans of him. Davis Mills, you're not starting. I could see Rex Burkhead having some value in best ball. I wouldn't want to pick which weeks that is. Exactly.
0: Though. The only thing I don't like about Brandon Cooks is the fact that his name is spelled awkwardly. I don't know why he has mm. an I in his name. It doesn't make any sense.
1: I also feel like his surname should be C-O-O-X
0: Cooks. Brandon C W O X C O O W O X Quox Quox <laughs> Brandon C Cooks.
1: Mm. <laughs> I mean, you struggle to spell white. This was the path we needed to go down. <laughs>
0: True. we I gonna talk about my my spelling habits. Hey, you know, I could speak English. I don't need to type it. English, I'm never yeah, going to true. English. True. They don't even have a queen. Why would I go visit? It's true.
1: we got a king, the patriarchy's back. You, baby. you know,
0: I've seen pictures of princes, uh, or I mean, not prince anymore, king. King, what's it? was his name? Philip? Yeah, Charles. Charles, yeah. Have you, I've seen pictures of his fingers. Oh, they they're like, fucking weird, right? Yeah,
1: they're, they're weird Like inflated, fingers. like yeah. when you blow up a bubble.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. I know he has, like, rings on his fingers. You probably can't get those rings off anymore. And, I mean, that might be a reason why his fingers are so inflated, but I saw them. They look like messed up carrots. <laughs> those baby carrots, you know, when they, like, overswell and they kind of, like, crack a little bit? Yep. That's his fingers. They're, like,
1: kind of purple, too. How could how could you lead a nation with messed up fingers? <laughs> we just really do anything, but... Um... Yeah, no, it's super, super duper creepy. I did see the Queen up close and personal once. Um, she's a, she's a big fan of horse racing, and I was at uh, Epsom Derby, which is one of the big horse races. Her horses used to run. Uh, they helicopter in, dropped her in one end of the track, drove down the home straight in her car, waving to people, and yeah, watched her horse, drove back the other way, helicopter, and fucked off back to doing Queen shit, doing Queen shit, bruh.
0: So that's where your tax money went.
1: Yeah. Yes, queen. Uh,
0: cringe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God, Run, every, from...
0: everything, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, before, before you go back to fantasy football related things, <laughs> my thing, every single time I see like the state or government do something extra for no reason, I always think to myself, well, that's where my tax money's going. Like, you know, the Jets flying across the stadium. I always think to myself, well, oh, that's where my tax money goes. Mm-hmm.
1: No, that's true. That's it is expensive to do a fly. Very important. They're uh, often training exercises.
0: What are they flying training? To be like
1: pigeons? Would well, they fly in formation and they need to hit? Particularly because they they're supposed to fly over at the end of the national anthem. Yeah, that it's for them to maintain speed and hit a target at an exact point.
0: That's what, justification for formation. wasting tax dollar money. That, that that that's justification for i mean i totally agree with you
1: it's a total waste of tax dollars and they don't need to do it all the time uh as interesting as planes are Uh, but that is a that's the justification for it
0: Mm -hmm. you know you know those like middle school justifications where it makes zero sense but you try to do it you say it in an attempt to convince yourself for that justification that's exactly what that is it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, why'd you take the cookie even though you're on a diet? Well, you know, I counted my calories and oh, I'm on a deficit right now, so I could afford to eat the, cal- the cookie. Like, no, that's not the reason why. You just wanted to do it.
1: <laughs> so from old England and people who aren't patriots like Nata to the New England Patriots and <laughs> the <Right>? Miami Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> um, Good transition. Yeah, thank you. I'm not excited to watch the Patriots this year. The offense I has am. apparently been shit. I want and to. And I am not excited by that. I'm excited for the rhino, Ramondre Stevenson, to become the number one running back in that offense, to lead the team in touchdowns. I'm excited to see Mackie Boy in his second season. I'm not excited to see Devontae Parker. I'm not excited to see Jacoby Myers. I'm excited to see Kendrick Bourne. And that is the length of, or the end of my excitement. Oh, actually, that's a lie. I'm excited to see Christian Barmore become... The or become one of the, the league's top defensive tackles. I think that's very exciting.
0: I can't wait to hear the hot takes out of uh, Fat Trisha and his play <laughs> calling.
1: Yeah, that doesn't fill me with confidence. Also, I think Jonu Smith's going to bounce back this year.
0: No, 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 it's just a play call. That's all I care about, no. No. I have zero investment on this team. So Actually, I lied. I have some Rwondre Stevenson investment. Other than that, I feel like if you have a wide receiver
1: on this team, you lost your league. Yeah. I have personal investment in this team. That's about it. Yeah. I'm not interested in any of these players for fantasy reasons. On the Dolphins, the track team. This is the fun team.
0: This is this is what everybody wants to know.
1: Mm. And Does still have them. the arm to make Does the he? most of these guys? Jalen Waddell. There was an injury clad over him. I don't think he plays. Didn't he just recently hurt himself? He's got a quad injury. Mm. Waddle, waddle.
0: Waddle, waddle. And that's the problem with with speedy receivers that waddle, waddle. Is they get quad injuries. Waddle, waddle. Waddle, (laughs) (laughs) waddle. The the problem is, is that song, if it gets in your head, it's not leaving. It's not leaving. It could be the most annoying song in the world, but you just do the... Waddle, waddle, a couple of times, that's it. You're, <laughs> you're invested. Yes. Especially because in the top 100 little clips that they show on YouTube, I didn't watch it on TV. I watched it on YouTube because they would upload it in real time as soon as the clip finishes. So I would just do that. And they kept playing the song, waddle, waddle, every single time like Jalen scored a touchdown. It... <laughs> it was entertaining. What do you want me to say? If mean, he had 100 catches, 1,000 receiving yards, 7 touchdowns. Yeah, a lot. Pretty,
1: pretty slick. Pretty, pretty, pretty slick. You interested in anyone here? How do you think Tyreek Hill is going to go with Tua? Tua, he'll do fine. He's still going to be a wide receiver one. It's just
0: will Tua elevate enough to keep his job instead of you know instead of them drafting a quarterback? Obviously, is Tua going to be good enough? To justify having Tyreek Hill. That makes sense. Yeah. To take advantage of Tyreek's skill set. Can Tua do that? And if he doesn't, I mean Tyreek Hill is still gonna be a wide receiver one and still be a efficient fantasy impact player because of his touchdown home run hitting potential. But if Tua does not play up to, of course, even a quarter of Mahomes' potential, then I think we're gonna see a lack. A fantasy production from Tyreek Hill.
1: Yep. I think so.
0: I think we'll be fine with Wadawada, waddle waddle, though. I mean, he's already used to it. Wadawada. Wadawada. Waddle. Waddle, waddle. Uh, Mike Isecki is still going to be that guy that everybody thinks is going to have the breakout season, and he will still not have a breakout season. Uh, he is the, uh, what's his name on the Bengals a couple years back? Shoot. Tyler Boyd? Tyler, no, no, no. Tyler Boyd's still good. Uh, the tight end. The tight end for the Bengals. CJ Uzzama? Tyler, I- T- Tyler no, Eifert, Tyler that's I- his name. Tyler oh, Eifert. There's the- name. Yeah, there's, there's a name. There's a How many times have I heard Tyler Eifert? He's going to break out. This is his year. He's going to be tight end one. Amazing. Never happens. That's my cassette. Yeah.
1: It hurts when Eifert was a team name that used to be around all the time. It hurts, I think it might have been. It hurts when Eifert. <laughs> uh, Baltimore Ravens <laughs> at the New York Jets. Are you interested in Mike Davis or Kenyon Drake or anything like that?
0: Nah. J.K. Dobbins, Lamar Jackson, Manjus, that's it. You're not putting in Bayman. No. Not nah, Bayman. Who the hell is a
1: Bayman? <laughs> no, 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 no. Bateman. Nice, the, nice, nice. On the Jets, Brees Hall, Michael Carter. Who's going to be yeah,
0: the lead not, back you're, there? Yeah, who? Who the hell cares? Like they both. Like, that offensive line's so trash. It's it's going to be bad. I'm sorry. My, I mean, I I prefer Michael Carter over Brees Hall personally. Me I think too. Michael Carter is better.
1: Me too. I, just, I think Michael I just, I just is don't think there's going to
0: like. I just don't think that offense is going to be put in a position where they could run the ball. And maybe with Joe Flacco going against the his old team, as Thank the you. NFL planned, maybe he's going to play elite, and they're going to win the game. And then Michael Carter or Brees Hall will have the touches. Until then, Elijah Moore. Have a nice day. Hmm.
1: Yeah, he's going to get a thousand receiving yards.
0: Oh yeah, he's going to get like four thousand receiving yards.
1: Yeah, I like it. Four thousand. Jack-
0: yeah, 4,000 more than Bateman. How about that? I still remember it having <laughs> that incredibly long
1: debate with, uh, I don't I remember his name by De now. Bateman. Bateman Was No, it wasn't Pac Corain. It was Derek, uh, Derek Brown.
0: Yeah, yeah. He wanted Rashad Bateman. I said, give me Elijah Moore over Bateman. Bateman's trash. Um, I mean, of course, we'll find out this year. Bateman's going to have a full season or full two seasons under his belt. So Elijah Moore. We'll have a little bit more of a clearer picture on who's potentially going to be the better wide receiver. Uh, but I think I'm winning right now.
1: Yep. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars at the newly named Washington Commanders. Let's get ready to take command. Uh, t River Lawrence, and T-Ravis, ETN. What do we reckon?
0: If it's a two-quarterback league, yeah, of course, Lawrence is going to be in. If it's not... Yeah, I don't even know why you would roster a Lawrence at that point. Travis Etienne. I I want to see how he gets used. He could be used in multiple different ways, and they all have huge implications on his fantasy output. Does he become the he-who-must-not-be-named of that offense and do absolutely nothing? Or is he going to be a lead back who runs downhill? Or is he just going to be a little uh you know sweep toss outside zone type of running back or james robinson going to be the third uh, probably not he's probably not going to be the third down back but does he have pass catching ability capabilities or get used that it's there's so many question marks in this backfield on how they get used and all of them have huge implications
1: yeah i'm really excited to see how it shakes out i want to see etn succeed uh but- but
0: you drafted ETN at a spot where he's probably in must start category. He's probably going in your flex or in your RB two spot even. Yep. And that and that does not fill me with confidence. It really does not. But chances are you're gonna go with it. I mean, you have a good matchup in the Washington Commanders. They were not that good against the run last year.
1: Yeah. So they went they did a lot of things last year.
0: Yeah, they, they were not. That's you know what? You bring up a solid point. And because of that, I don't mind starting Travis Etienne. You're not starting uh, James Robinson. You're starting Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk will go inside your starting lineup. You must start him. If you did, uh, to draft him, of course. But I think he's him and Travis Etienne are the only players that I feel like you have to put him in your starting lineup if you drafted them.
1: Yep. I am starting Trevor Lawrence in a couple of two quarterback leagues because um, whatever. Nice. No, nothing matters. Um, <laughs> no, that's not true. I think he's going to have a very good season. I think he's going to end up being a top 12 uh, quarterback this season. The commanders, uh, Carson Wentz, Terry McLaurin, how are they going to go? Uh,
0: I hate both of them. So for fun, I hate Terry McLaurin so much, I traded him for Josh uh, Jacobs in a dynasty league.
1: <laughs> I think uh, Wentz is going to suit McLaurin. I don't think McLaurin is that good of a player, but there should be some fantasy value there. I'm interested to see how Jahan Dotson comes in and plays. That's always exciting seeing a rookie. He's he's trash. Josh Dotson already proof that any a, a person <laughs> named Dotson on the
0: on that Washington team is going to be bad. It doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> and uh, your man Antonio Gibson, after losing his job to Brian Robinson, got some guy to shoot him so he could be the running back yes,
0: again. Yes, I, w- I was just about to I was just about to suggest it, like how much money did Antonio Gibson pay that assassinator to? To harm, it's it's no coincidence that, he, I mean, thank God that he didn't die, but he knew, he knew, like he knew yes. exactly what to do. Right in the, where in where he get shot in the calf, in the little thigh, he knew, he knew. Just he hurt shot him a him little knee, bit didn't
1: they?
0: Something like that, yeah.
1: it's oh, that's yeah. painful. Ooh, okay, maybe, maybe ooh. it's nasty. I'm glad he's recovering. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Ooh, that hurts. And the knee, Antonio Gibson, you're a mean person. Like you could have shoot him in like the 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 calf or something. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe the butt. Like you couldn't do the butt. And just enough to sideline him for you to keep your job, but like in the knee? Ooh. Yeah. Probably have to pay extra for that too. Like Antonio Gibson, you're a messed up
1: individual. Yeah. He's a he's a mean man. And- Kansas City Chiefs at the Arizona Cardinals, obviously starting Mahomes, obviously starting Kelsey. Clyde Edwards, I know you're not a big fan. Are you interested in Hoo Hoo Smith Schuster with Patrick Mahomes? I feel like you have to be.
0: He's in a situation where
1: he has to succeed. If he does not succeed on on the on the Chiefs, I feel like his career's done. Totally agree. I'm excited to see him come out and hopefully get back to the player we saw. Uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be good. I'm also interested in how MVS goes in that offense. Nice field stretcher. I think there could be some big fantasy weeks for him.
0: It, it, it. I think once a couple of weeks play out, we'll have a very clear and solid picture on how that offense is going to go. I, I don't think there's going to be inconsistencies in this offense where it might be Juju's this week, MVS next week. Uh, who's that first round uh, wide receiver they drafted? McCall, McCall Harden. Another week. I feel Skymore. like after a couple of weeks, Sky Moore. I feel like after a couple weeks, we'll have a clear indication who is going to be the next leading pass catcher other than uh, Travis Kelsey. If it's going to be Juju, MVS, Sky Moore, Nicole Hardman. I feel like it's in this offense, it's very cut, clear, and dry on the depth chart.
1: Yep. And then the Cardinals, who God knows where they're at, they're at a crossroads. Um, with Kyler there without DeAndre Hopkins for the first six or eight weeks of the season because he was on the old steroids. James Conner totally overvalued by the fantasy community this offseason after being crudely undervalued last year. The most interesting player, I think, is Traffic School Brown, and mm-hmm. we can see yes. how he meshes with Kyler. That should be a really good fit if he can actually catch the balls after rather than drop them. This is going
0: to be a fantasy gold mine. Yeah, this, this is one of those things where a Marquise Brown and a Kyler Murray stack, oh man, that'd be nice and Josie if mm. you were able to successfully draft both of them. Yep. I mean, it, it seems too good to be true. And when it is, it usually is too good to be true. But I mean, you're starting Marquise Brown, you're starting Kyler Murray, you're starting James Conner. Yeah, he was overvalued a little bit, but he has such high touchdown upside. When they get in the goal line, they don't necessarily have a goal line threat. So they're forced to just perform a read option with Kyler Murray, James Conner, and then try to run the ball down the throat, which James Conner is really good at. He has a knack for getting touchdowns. It's not like it was a one off last year with what? Hmm. 18 touchdowns or something like that?
1: Yeah. The, he, he's uh, done it consistently. I don't think it was quite that. It might have been 15.
0: 15?
1: Something around there.
0: Yeah. He has had a knack for just putting the ball inside the end zone. So he's going to do it again this year. Maybe not 15, but if he breaks double digits, then he's going to be exactly where his ADP value is, not even including the yards or receiving yards and catches that he's
1: probably going to get as well. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you. Zachary's uh, you're
0: starting him if you draft him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, start starts. I'm not interested in AJ Green whatsoever. Maybe ten years ago.
0: <laughs> right as it charges. Remember that game where the Chargers and the Raiders all they had to do is tie and both of them make the playoffs. And the Raiders seemingly decided to go exactly that way, but then the Chargers screwed themselves and forced yep. the Raiders to win the game, or else it looked it would look way too obvious. <laughs> yeah, thank you. They knew. They
1: They knew. knew. Derek Carr with Devontae Adams. Is Devontae Adams the exception to the new people on new teams or people on new teams rule?
0: If there is somebody that would be an exception, it would be Devontae Adams. I'm questionable if he's going to be an exception, though. They got a lot of weapons. I mean, they are supposedly still going to be run first. Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller. Renfro, there's a lot of mouths to feed. It's not the Packers where Aaron Rodgers will rather throw it to the sideline than throw it to a receiver not named Devontae Adams.
1: Yep. Adams, Renfro, Waller. they'll all see 100 targets this year.
0: 300 passes minimum from Derek Carr. Yeah, that's doable. Um, 4,000 receiving yards, obviously easily doable. I believe last year he finished with 4,800. Yeah, it's completely hmm. doable. Like, all three of these receivers, or pass catchers, I should say, Darren Waller, Renfro, Devontae
1: Adams, they should all see 1,000 yards. In fact, Derek Carr threw 626 passes last year. I think they'll all see 150 targets.
0: It's doable. It's As long as they're all three healthy, I could definitely see 150 targets each pass catcher. And if that's the case, that's 100, rece- 100 receptions, give or take a couple, 1,000 yards receiving. Now the question is, is going to be the touchdowns because yeah. Renfro somehow was able to get those touchdowns. He he was a solid red zone threat. He had nine touchdowns last year. I could see him having a little bit of a dip with Devonta Adams there, but uh, it's going to be of who not could be the, who is going to get the yards and the catches, but the touchdowns.
1: Yeah. And on the other side of the ground, the other side of the gridiron, Justin Herbert, Obviously, you're starting Austin Eckler. Obviously, you're starting Keenan Allen. Obviously, you're starting because of where you drafted him. You're probably starting Mike Williams. What is there to say about the Chargers? I think they should win the AFC.
0: They should. They have a very good team. They have a very good defense. J.C. Jackson, Bosa, Mack, Jerwin James, Santé Samuel Jr. They're they, they are a complete team. They maybe might be they might be more complete on paper than the Bills. And yep, they. As long as they just touch on a little bit of that potential, they are the best team in their division. Uh, I did want to pose a question to you. Is that the Chargers defense, would you start them against the Raiders? Yep. I think that's uh, something that we didn't really touch on for most of these. For example, I know the Patriots defense was drafted heavily. Would you start them over the Dolphins? Or start them against the Dolphins, I should say.
1: Would I start the Patriots over the Dolphins?
0: So, would you start the Patriots' defense against the Dolphins?
1: No, I wouldn't.
0: Yeah, would would you start the? You go ahead.
1: Oh, the Patriots have kind of lost their ball hawks in the secondary, and that's where the points came from last year. I'm not that interested in them.
0: What about the Chargers against the Raiders?
1: I'd rather the Patriots uh, than the Chargers.
0: Okay, interesting, interesting. Uh, I personally see a lot of sack potential from Mac and Bosa. Um, Jerwin James had a couple of interceptions against the Raiders last year. JC Jackson, ah. Uh, I think I have to go Chargers, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respectfully disagree.
1: Yep, fair enough. I can live with that. Right. Funny the Chargers enough. probably have go more ahead. point potential, but the Raiders have more potential to, like, Get you into the negative zone, points-wise.
0: That's fair. I can see that as well. I can see that as well. Funny enough, the Chargers allow 27 points on defense. Their offense averages 27.9. So they win, that on average, they win games by, what, what is that, one point? If my quick math is correct. Quick math. Yes, one point. Yeah, waddle waddle.
1: Packers at Vikings, another division clash. They knew. Oh, not a division. Division? No. Yes. What are you talking about? Here?
0: nailed it. Yes, yes. That, a- that, uh, <laughs> that's, that's another instance of venue. Venue. Because, Because why? Why? Is it Darius Smith going against the Packers? It, I, I just find it weird how that all coincidentally works. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's coincidence, all right. Who's going to be Aaron Rodgers' number one pass catcher after this week when it's not Sammy Watkins anymore? <laughs> the sideline. <laughs> 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 that's that's the
0: million dollar question. That's a really good question. Christian Watson, I hope. I have yeah. a handful of shares of him. I would like Christian Watson. I know Dodds. Dodds. That's what I'm going to call him. He's been lining up camp, but that makes me feel like that's exactly why he's not going to do well. Yep. All right. But, I mean, Aaron Jones, you're starting. A.J. Dillon actually earns flex spot, and I think he's going to get a lot of usage in this offense with the lack of weapons around him. I know that's been said a lot, but I do think he's going to get a lot of goal line potential, I mean, he had seven touchdowns last year. I know Aaron Jones was hurt a little bit of it, but he's definitely somebody that I would comfortably put in. He's kind of like a backup, but not really a backup. It reminds me of Alexander Madison, where he still has standalone potential and value, even though he yep. is technically a handcuff. Uh, I mean, you are starting Sammy Watkins. Like, I know it's a meme, but it's not really a meme. It's it's happened too many times for it to be a meme. Kind of like how it's happened too many times where there are too many coincidences in the schedule this year. But no, like you start Sammy Watkins. That's it.
1: Yep. I totally agree. I'm looking forward to seeing Romeo dubs. I'm not sure if Christian Watson's going to get out there and play. Um, AJ Dillon, definitely standalone value. Uh, I think you can probably start him and Jones in the same team. And uh, if you want to sew up that backfield, the Vikings, however, starting Cook, starting Jefferson, starting Cousins in two quarterback leaves, Adam Thielen, how are you feeling about him? How are you feeling about him?
0: I got a feeling. Hey, I'm starting him. If I have him, I'm putting him in my lineup. I'll find yep. a way to put him in. That's it. I have no yep. issue. He has a history of absolutely torching. He just Jair scores. Alexander. Yeah, he just he torches Jair Alexander. He does it for a living.
1: Yep. And he finds
0: the end zone. Could get his he, mail delivered there. He is very good at it. Uh, you know, I I'm kind of thinking about this the other day, especially, and it got ele- the the thought definitely got elevated during the Rams. Uh, Bills game that happened earlier. But why Justin Jefferson has a higher value than Cooper Cup, I couldn't I couldn't really think of a reason
1: why. Yeah, I think it's just projection, which I, you expect which is, a young player to continue yeah. to grow and get better, expect an older player to drop off. Um that that'd be why. I mean, I could see the logic to it. I'm not sure I totally agree. Uh, but yeah, I don't mind Jefferson.
0: Cause I mean, a lot of people are including us, we've said, oh, you're drafting him at what he's done but not for the potential regression of somebody like Cooper Cup. Mm -hmm. But Justin Jefferson, you're drafting him for the potential at a premium. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I always kind of put Cooper Cup a little bit ahead of Justin Jefferson for that reason. Um, But watching the Bills-Rams today, I felt like what makes Cup so good isn't stuff that really matters with age, I'm sure it hurts and doesn't help him, but it's not like speed was ever Cup's forte.
1: No, no, he just, again, he just gets, so he like plays tight end at the wide receiver position, as opposed to a wide receiver who plays tight end that we see so much. He understands zones and coverage and everything like that. It's,
0: it's very impressive. He's kind of like Adam Thielen where he, he, he just gets open and scores touchdowns.
1: Yep. Yep. And anything and, else and, to say? Oh, sorry. Yeah, he has a,
0: he, he's just like Adam Thielen in a way, because they both have Betty White's last name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Giants at <or> Titans. <laughs> Start with the Titans. Tannehill in two quarterback, Derek Henry, obviously. Robert Woods, how are you feeling about him? Uh I don't have much
0: comfortability in starting Robert Woods, especially in the first week. You gotta have some cojones. In order to do that? I, I yep. don't recommend it. How about that? I'm telling you, please don't do it.
1: Yeah. I think he's going to be a good value, but I'm not sure that I want to be starting him this week. I'm happy to I, miss the first week.
0: Yes, I would rather him go off on my bench than start him, and he drops a donut. He pulls an Allen Robinson. Oh, God, those are devastating to your week. You can't handle that. Yep. Yep. Traylon Burks, Correct. same thing. Like He's supposedly not starting or not playing a full game or whatever they want to say. He probably is, but I want to see how he looks.
1: Yep, I think that's totally fair. I am not pleased with the news out of camp. Obviously, we had the same with Jamar Chase last year, but I would rather miss out with him on my bench in these early weeks. I think yeah. the only person worth talking about on the Giants is Kadarius Toney. Um I think he's going to be their number one receiver. He is the only player with fantasy value other than Saquon Barkley. I think Daniel Jones is going to be okay in two quarterback leagues, but he also sucks. Uh, also, Wonderlay Robinson. That's all.
0: Uh, yeah, in, in this matchup, I feel like the only people you're realistically starting are Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley. I want to disagree with Daniel Jones. I like him. I think he's going to be good.
1: I mean, if you think he's going to be good, that's, you know, that's totally fine. He's always got value, but he turns the ball over a lot and he fumbles. Fumbles and throws touchdowns. They're the things that cost you points. So even if he is rushing touchdowns, you still getting like 19 points for him because he sucks.
0: Yeah, that is true. On the on the fumbles part, I believe he still averages one fumble per game. Fumble lost. He averages, I think, one fumble lost per game.
1: Yeah, one turnover per game or something like that. One take per uh, game,
0: at least. At least, it feels like it's more sometimes. But I like Daniel Jones. He has that dumb look on his face. I appreciate it. He does. Makes me feel. Makes me feel good inside. Yeah, Tampa Bay against the Cowboys, with a lot more fantasy potential rather than the game we just previously talked about. I mean, Julio Godwin Evans. Yeah, you're not starting Julio. You'll start
1: Godwin if he plays Evans, Fournette, Tom Brady. Yeah, they're all going in your lineup. I would start Julio if uh, Godwin doesn't play and this wasn't the Sunday night game. True. Oh, yeah,
0: because that really hampers what you can do on your starts and sits if you yep. don't know. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's a good point. That's a good point. I didn't um, notice the time clock.
1: If this was a, a Sunday game, I would probably look at Julio. Uh, but no, I'm not... Not interested in him. Not interested in Leonard Fournette either. But obviously, if you drafted him, you're starting him because you drafted exactly. him at capital. I just don't think exactly. he's very good. On well, I the count looks funny. He does look funny, <laughs> which is why I like him. I'm starting him on the on the Cowboys side. CD Lamb's the clear number one wide receiver. Mike Gallup is not playing. Dalton Schultz kind of has to be their second pass catcher.
0: I feel like he gets thrusted and forced to be that. If that's the case, hey, go for it. You know, you're putting him in your tight end spot. Set and forget.
1: Yep. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm with you there. Um, it's pretty straightforward. It absolutely is. And this should water, be a pretty water. good game. This might be game of the week. Might be game of the week. And finally. Hmm. Interesting. The They Knew sure. Bowl. They knew. They knew. Dem- they they knew. knew. De- Denver Broncos, the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah.
0: I mean, the, the elite quarterback deal of Russell Wilson and Geno smith is gonna be one for the ages. They definitely knew. They knew. They—they they really did. Like, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, it, 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 I just find it weird that you can nitpick any one of these games, and there's some like way of storyline that you can match these two to the point where it's like a revenge game. It's got a storyline to it. Side quests and all that good stuff. I I just find it. I just think it's weird. That's that. I'm, I'm not saying they fix yeah. it. I just think it's weird.
1: <laughs> I am gonna make a bold claim for this game. Whichever wide receiver Wilson targets the most this week, the other one is gonna be the receiver who target he uh, he targets most this season.
0: It's, oh, okay. Okay. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say they're going to alternate every week. Okay. I could get behind that bullet prediction. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Melvin Gordon, I was going to say, you know, Melvin Gordon, he had a, a very late ADP, but for some reason, I feel like Melvin Gordon is like that mosquito that you just swat, comes back, swat, comes back, and it's just going to be there. He is the cream hunt for the Broncos where he's going to get his touches and he's probably going to get some goal line rushes and he's going to, leech and steal off Javante Williams. And I feel like he does have standalone value. He is flexible. If you, for example, I keep throwing this example away, but I mean, it it doesn't necessarily have to be Deontay Johnson, but if he's hurt and he's in your flex or you need to maneuver around Melvin Gordon, I'd put him in my flex spot, especially against the Seahawks. He's going to get yards and ability to really move and groove against the Seahawks.
1: Yep. Yeah, they disastrous, the Legion of Room
0: Legion of Room I could see it a lot and I know Cortland Sutton is basically going to be the DK Metcalf of this team, Jerry Judy is going to be the Tyler Lockett I don't Mm -hmm. necessarily know what that does for their ADP and their potential value and what kind of production they're going to have considering on the Seahawks I felt like it was either one or the other kind of like how you mentioned yep you're starting both of them, how about that Metcalf and Lockett uh, or Sutton and Judy. Sutton and Judy.
1: You're starting DK. I don't know about Lockett though. I would not. I think, I think you're starting all four. All four? It's we- I think so. It's week one. You don't know which one is going to be, you know, you don't know who's going to go off. You uh-huh. might as well start all four because they all have potential.
0: Mm-hmm. Rashad Penny, put him in.
1: Yeah, look, I, I am. Only because Kenneth Walker's been under an injury cloud. I think Walker's a really good running back. Starting them, probably starting both your Denver guys as well. Um, I think it's pretty straightforward. Yep. And that is every single game this week. We're not going to do this every week, that being go through every single game. We're going to have some of our fun favourite games back in the coming weeks, but one of our favourites from last season, prognostications. Give us your bold Mm. prediction for this week. I can't remember what happened if we got one right because it never happened.
0: Hmm. A prognostication. Yeah, the Giants and the Titans is the highest scoring game when combining points.
1: Ooh, that is spicy. That is Thank
0: spicy. You. Thank you. Thank you. I don't like I think we talked about this where I don't like spicy food.
1: Yes, we did. Yeah. The episode was unreleased, but we definitely talked about it.
0: Yeah, 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 because it hurts my stomach. And I mean, while it tastes good going in, it it
1: really hurts coming out. <laughs> Fascinating. Now, I'm tempted to say Christian McCaffrey has more yards from scrimmage than the Browns do.
0: Wow. Okay. I However, like that one. Oh, okay.
1: I think I think that's just too... Like there's zero chance of that happening, which most of our predictions last year, zero chance of that happening. Oh, I'm going to start the year off on a different foot.
0: I feel like that's kind of the point of the prognostications.
1: What, that it's, that they're ridiculous? Yeah. I remember this started off last season as like a, what's a bold but likely thing. Like I said, okay. oh, Zach Wilson might be a top 12 quarterback this first week. And we're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All pretty. And by the end of the season, it was like Santa Claus is going to catch a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, so it almost that, happened so, so with that in mind, Santa Claus is going to catch a touchdown, obviously True, honestly Um. No, you know what, I'm going to go with Christian McCaffrey he has more yards from scrimmage than the Browns
0: Oh, okay, I can handle that Uh. On a random side note Because of the game today, I was doing my expert consensus rankings And because I thought Jalen Ramsey would be, or do at least a better job against Stefan Diggs, I definitely kind of lowered him down in a couple notches in the rankings. And because I thought he would do a decent job, I put Gabriel Davis a a couple of notches higher. Mm. I don't know if I screwed myself.
1: I think you'll be fine. I think you'll be okay.
0: Hopefully. But all right, we're just going to have to wrap up this episode. We definitely went a little bit longer than typical. Uh, But of course, when we're talking about majority of the games of the week, it's going to happen but unfortunately we're going to be taking up your time Well, you know it's not even unfortunate it's a good thing like congratulations you get to listen to me and sheen for like an hour and a half like don't complain get used to it get good uh you know of course next week we'll have some more mini games not talk about games as much more talk about matchups and specific players and all that good stuff but other than that sheen do you
1: have any uh words for everybody listen to screen pass wherever you get your podcasts
0: true and us And of course, remember, if you you know how to watch Hard Knocks or any other TV shows like that, make sure to let me know, uh, because I'd like to know. Anyway, uh, hey, good luck at your fantasy week. Other than that, hey, good luck, everybody.